Hey everybody, welcome back to the third episode of Radical Culture. I know it's been a while. We're back and with a new topic... It's been, I don't know, how long has it been? It's probably been like three weeks or maybe more. It's been a little while, but we're back and I'm excited to do it again. Have you been missing it? or? Yeah, it's fun to do. Yeah, we have fun doing it. But today we are talking about the Xbox Series X versus the PS5. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, Just give a general overview of how you feel, I guess. Um, I mean, it. Uh, at the end of the day, they're both just consoles, so yeah, that is that's kind. I feel facts. like people think like way too hard about it, right? And it's just over like personal preference. Xbox Series X versus PS Five versus should I really say versus? Like you said, they're both consoles. At the end of the day, yeah. it's really not going to matter. I mean, besides some exclusives, which we'll get into that, we'll get into the exclusives, and but really, at the end of the day, you're going to get essentially the same thing, and they're kind of ramping up specs-wise to look like the same exact thing. Um, I have some actual facts, well, facts, that's kind of iffy to say when Microsoft and PS Sony hasn't really officially came out with anything. I mean, they have, but the articles I'm reading, they're not hailed from Sony themselves or from Microsoft themselves necessarily. So just bear some caution that anything I read that we've heard or that, I'm, like I said, I'm reading from, there's a chance it might not be true or that it's misinterpreted or that Sony and Microsoft can go back on that stuff. I mean, that happens all the time. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but when the Xbox One was announced, DRM was going to be like a thing. Do you remember that, Ryan? Uh, I don't think you so. You were probably young. Well, yeah, it was, it was a while ago. That was 2013, I think, when they announced it. It came out in 2014. But anyways, we're trying not to make this a competition. I think we're a little bit biased. Eh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I've had both. I mean, I started, I guess, with a PS1, and I played this really old Spider-Man game on it. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. They played on the PS2. Yeah, that was my favorite. And then, yeah, we got the PS2. I don't remember when. I was super young. Yeah, I was really young, too. Yeah, that's like my... That was when, like, my big gaming experience came into play because it was that's when i was playing like kingdom hearts i got addicted to that series and tony hawk pro skater 4 which was amazing and a lot of people underrate this game but the peter jackson king kong game was really good that was really good that was really good and a lot of other games too like spider-man friend or foe and i mean just crazy we had crazy amounts of playstation 2 games that was such a amazing console but um after that you kept the ps2 but all i wanted was an xbox 360 and call of duty black ops for christmas and that's pretty much all i got and that changed my whole input on consoles and like wow like this is completely different from the ps2 and then xbox live came into the play and that was a whole different slew of issues plus enjoyments plus all this stuff. 
And then you got a PS3, PS3 like, yeah. what, the year after? Maybe? It was like a couple, yeah, a year or two after you yeah. got the 360. By the way, we were like, we're, we're I like. I was probably like seven or eight when I got the PS3. Right. You were probably like 11 or 12 or 10 whenever you get the 360. But I was going to say that like, we were broke, so we had like the the old like consoles like the yeah. really like nasty like yeah, i had, we had the, like, the, like the original the version, gamestop though. white no storage built in at all yeah. which is crazy to me like imagine buying a console that has no storage now like mine had no storage i had to buy a flash drive uh with my money to plug it in and i got like the red ring of death a couple of times yeah you had to get like two console. or three different xbox yeah i had to save up i mean luckily on GameStop we got the warranty so i would use the warranty and then eventually they were just like hey man like you keep getting the red ring of death so much you might as well just like pay the extra and get a new one which i think at the time was like 50 bucks to get a slim so i was a little bit older then and i got a slim i still have that slim actually it's up in my closet but I mean, I, that was debatably one of my favorite consoles, but I still think the PS2 holds true to one of my favorite consoles. Um, now I have the Xbox. You had the PS4 for a long time. I had for that for like almost four years, I think. Right. You upgraded to the PS4, which I, I didn't mind really. For me, that was like crazy because I was like, yeah, both consoles, like that's great. And in a way I did, but you know, it was still his console, still my console, so I didn't get to play it as much. But... Then you said that a lot of your friends didn't have a PS4. So. Yeah, I was playing with the same like one or two people, and I was like, "Well, it was after Christmas, and I had all this <laughs> money. I was like, I might as well just trade in my PS4 and get an Xbox One." Right. Which at first I wasn't sure about. I was worried maybe you wouldn't like it, but I'm glad you did that now, because. I, I enjoy playing with you more than just having both consoles in the house, if that makes yeah. sense. Anyway, so that's kind of our history up till now with gaming, because we're both gamers. And I guess this is the the gamer edition <laughs> of the podcast. We both have Xbox One S's now. Uh, I upgraded. I had the bricky old one. I, I guess I forgot to say I upgraded from a 360 to a, a One, and then I got those One S. I was able to get it at like a cheap price, so that's the only reason I did it. Still, these these consoles aren't cheap, and yeah, I will and get gonna, into. They're just gonna get uh, more expensive too as the new generation, right? And out. we'll get into that for sure. But next, I guess I don't know. We can just dive into what the consoles are all about. So I'm gonna just go ahead and go through with the Xbox because why not? I want to first talk about the name comparison because I think that's like the first thing. People see, people hear. If you say it, they immediately know what they're thinking or they know what their stance on it is. Xbox Series X, do you like that name or no? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else they would do because it went from 360 to 1. So, I mean, the Series X is fine. I don't think too hard about names. (laughs) I don't know if you remember, but they originally... I don't know if they officially announced it, but it was like at least a huge rumor that the 720 was going to be a thing. Yeah, I did hear. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, the Xbox 720 was... That was like... We thought that was going to be it. It made made sense to me. That's just 360 doubled, right? Yeah. Yeah. The 720 was advertised... Remember that movie Real Steel with Hugh Jackman and... 
the, the fighting robots. Yeah, the, yeah, the fighting robots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a banner. Uh, and I saw this like when the Xbox One was announced, but they had a banner up in the movie that said Xbox Seven Twenty. So in my eyes, that was gonna be the it unless somebody. I mean, I guess maybe unless it was unofficially announced, someone just thought, oh, well, the Seven Twenty is definitely gonna be a thing, so they made a fake advertisement. But I don't know, like. I guess I could have done more research about it, but that's just what I remember. I don't know how that happened or what happened with that, but I was I was shocked. The Series X, I at first I didn't like it, but now I don't mind it. Yeah, I mean it's a, it is a little weird just calling it like Series X. Yeah, because it's Instead not of doing one like a number. Yeah, one definite. Well, I think they might do a number because. I don't see how they wouldn't. I, I when I when they first said Series X, I was like, "Oh, this isn't a console. This is just gonna be like." Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like the Xbox One X, just like another like version of the Xbox One or something, right? Or and, like an improved thing. But but at the same time, I feel like thinking about it, thinking about the Xbox Ones and how there is ones rather than just one. Sorry, that might sound confusing, but there is an Xbox One. There's an Xbox One S, and then there's an Xbox One X. So there's three in the generation of Xbox Ones. And to me, to call the next generation like a series, that makes sense to me. Because there's definitely going to be multiple. Yeah, I guess if you think about it. Right. But, I mean, same goes for the PS4. There's three PS4s, and... I don't know, calling it the PS5... It's not that they can't call other ones PS5 Pro, PS5 Slim, Slim you know, yeah. whatever. But PS5 is more of a definitive console name, which I guess, you know, some that benefits some people. And some people like that more, to have a definitive console name rather than just, like, an Xbox series. But if I've been reading Upright the consoles are just becoming more and more like PC. If you yeah. want the next thing in graphics, the next thing in resolution, which I guess from 4K, it's uh, maybe 8K is too big of a stretch. I know they're not reaching to that kind of level. Not but, yet, at least. Right. I guess if you want that next step, then they just have to keep upgrading. And with the Xbox Series X, calling it the Series X, people know, like, oh, it's going to be a series. I'm going to have to upgrade or something's going to have to happen where they're making another one and I'm going to fall behind. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that might be confusing. That's how I feel about the names. I think Xbox kind of, it fell in to their favor. Definitely. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of either of the names to be honest with you, but at least I kind of know what to expect more of the Xbox series x and there's new information every day they keep dropping new information and we honestly don't know until they of course come out like officially come out and say like this is the release date this is the price this is what you're paying for kind of thing so the xbox has this thing ryan and i both have it it's called game pass and it is extremely helpful and extremely in my opinion cost efficient and i'm all about cost efficiency so if you don't know what Game Pass is, I'll break that down for you, and I'll kind of tell you why that's a big deal. So Game Pass is a essentially game subscription. You can kind of compare it to Netflix, 
kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, essentially, you pay... There's two different tiers. There's a $10 tier and a $15 tier. You can choose one or the other and you pay it monthly. $10 tier gets you access to all these games that are on Game Pass. All the Microsoft games are definitely there and a good amount of just other games in general are also on there. But mainly Microsoft titles are definitely on there. I shouldn't say mainly, but you definitely should expect the Microsoft titles to be on yeah, there. Yeah, you know? all the like Xbox originals are like always on there. Right. The difference between the tiers is that if you want gold as well as those games, you can just go ahead and pay gold monthly with the $15 subscription instead of buying it year-long like everybody used to. However, I have done the math. There is no tax on either of the things, even if you buy a card in the store. And literally, if you were to buy a gold subscription for $60 the whole year and you were to buy a $10 Game Pass subscription for the entire year and pay that through the whole year, you were literally paying the exact same price if you were paying $15 with game pass ultimate is what they call the next year up so you're really not if you're buying them separately right now you're really not saving money necessarily the only thing i suggest is that if you want to save money you try and find a discount on gold the only other thing i guess is that you get pc games on game pass with ultimate yeah so i that's kind of where you're going to save the more money if you're a pc gamer and an xbox player but sorry the point i was getting to is that game pass will be on the series x so i don't know if you knew that but is it confirmed confirmed at least i mean that's cool confirmed by forbes so i mean yeah but i figure like solid like is it gonna be like is it gonna come out like immediately when the series x comes out because i feel like the issue with that is like there's not gonna be that many games that are out when it first comes out so it's like what games do they put on there well well i think well i would think that all the Xbox One games are compatible on Series X. Oh, yeah. I think that is true. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that, I guess. And supposedly, all the Series X games are compatible with Xbox One. Yeah, that's So, what they I said. didn't really plan to upgrade either. So... At least um, not at first. Right. So, to have that Game Pass, to have gold already ready for you, and games already ready for you, just to download, that's fantastic. That's really opinion. good, yeah. And PS4, I think... Or, well, PlayStation Network in general, I think they have something similar, but it's definitely not PS as... Now, yeah, it's not nearly as it good, I don't think. It's not as good as Game Pass. The second thing that it says on the Forbes list is that Microsoft is... I think it's confirmed. Yes, yeah, as in recent interview with IGN, Xbox chief Phil Spencer told the publication that Microsoft was going to go big with Xbox All Access, which you might not know what All Access means. I didn't know until I read this article. It is essentially renting to own. Oh, okay. So, so like Gamefly? Maybe? No, 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 not games. The consoles. Oh, the console. Oh, okay. So I didn't even know you could do this with. You can do it with the Xbox One X and the One S with, what is it, the One S non, or all digital. And oh, yeah, the one that doesn't have like, the, the disc. disc slot in it. Yeah, so it says that there's no upfront costs. You pay it off monthly starting at $20 a month for the, for the Xbox One S and up to $25 for the One X. And you get a free two-year Game Pass Ultimate subscription as part of the deal. 
Uh, it's actually like really good. That's I really guess. good, right? I, I mean, I, but are like, I are do they gonna now, implement, like? Do you have to do that like on? Do, do you think get the Xbox from Microsoft and pay a month, or can you go yeah. to, like GameStop and then they're like, yeah, we'll do the rent on? No, it's probably you have to go through Microsoft. They have to ship it to you, and you probably have to get approved credit and whatnot, and that might be a process. But honestly, that's really good. But then the other thing that excited me was that it said, it said that. And I'm going to paraphrase it because I definitely saw it. But you can upgrade after like 18 months, I think it said. So with the whole Series X, since it's being a series, say they release, you know, I don't know what they would call it, the first console, like console one and then console two comes out two years later, I can upgrade. Oh, okay. Um, it says somewhere... Oh, yeah. After 18 months, you can trade it in and upgrade to the next-gen system. Even if the Xbox Series X is very expensive, this makes it more affordable, especially since Game Pass Ultimate is included in the deal. I mean, you could conceivably just not buy any new games for a couple of years and still have over 100 game titles at any given time to play, including the latest Microsoft exclusives. Game Pass has changed everything. I mean, you can get Red Dead Redemption 2 right now, which is like one of the biggest games to get right now. They yeah. have that for free. Well, not free, but it's um, a part of the subscription. Yeah, if you have the is, subscription, you can get it. So I think I forgot to mention, but Game Pass, with that being said, the catch, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, if I can get all these games, there has to be a catch. Other than paying, the only catch is that at some point, the games can leave. Yeah, they can take them off. That's why it's like Netflix. But it's a matter of, you know, you, you snooze, you lose. I mean, you you think about watching that movie on Netflix, and you know it's about to go off. And they tell you, too, if you get the app, it'll say, like, what's leaving soon. And if you know it's about to go off, then and you missed it, I mean, it was right there. You, you had the chance. You didn't do it. So I've never had an issue with a game that went off that i was currently playing or anything like that dude i'm saving so much money it's not even yeah. worth it owning the disc considering how much i save simply and just playing the game on there and having i mean i had outer worlds like day one yeah that, that game was like, like sold the, out yeah that came out the first day it came out. right i couldn't even find it and minecraft dungeons oh that comes, that out, comes out tonight right? tonight as we're recording this of course this might release at a different time because it was a little late, but that comes out, or I guess technically tomorrow. I saw somewhere, I believe it was a Game Ranks video, which they're very reliable, at least from what I know. They were saying, um, if I remember correctly, that the Xbox One X to the new Series X, it's only about like two times stronger than the One X. And the One X, but the One X is powerful. Uh, I'll give it that. Two I mean, you times. can stream with 4K, I think. You can stream and game in 4K, yeah. which is wild. Um, a PS4 Pro, I think. I think that's 4K or close to 4K. It, well, it's definitely 4K for gaming, but streaming, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Everybody, I think, hands down, specs-wise, says the One X is the most powerful console right now. By the way, the exclusives are a little bit lackluster this time around not very many great exclusives other than you know they said halo halo yeah. halo infinite is gonna be definite launch day one launch i guess i yeah, think I they think just they said, said that yeah. it's gonna be a day one launch which so far i think that has big weight over the ps5 because I, I don't know ps well i guess ps5 has it won't even have last of us part two i no, think that comes out on the this this generation i think right 
I mean, it'll definitely be on PS5. The big thing with the new console generations is speed and load times. And I'm paraphrasing what the host of, I think it was, his name is Jake Baldino. He yeah, hosts, like yeah, he hosts Game Ranks. And he was saying how not a lot about the graphics. Like, honestly, the graphics are going to look about the same. Because you can't really go much higher with the graphics. I mean, we're kind of at the point where. I mean, do we even see in 4K? I mean, that's a whole other debate, but, like, think about it. Do we, I mean, seeing real life is different than seeing in a resolution. I get that. But it's going to sound kind of crazy, but I think we're at that point where, you know, you have different art styles and stuff like that, but it's we're on the verge of it just looking like real life. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is going to be 4K with, like, 60 FPS. Like, that's probably, like, the best you can right, right, right. Now. And, and, I mean, I already know Call of Duty, they, like, there are photorealistic stuff like they're taking pictures and like it's a new thing is you can scan it and it actually yeah, goes yeah, in a game actually, like yeah. that. And obviously it's not real life, but it's to that point where we're taking pictures of real life things and literally putting them in the game. So, I mean, how much further in graphics could we really go? More pixels, I get that. But like Ryan said, 4K, 60 FPS, it's all about running faster now and loading faster. That's what they're trying to get into. I respect that. I think that's actually better than it looking great because if you're like me, you can't afford the newest 4K HDR TV, 60 FPS. I still have a... What, like a Vizio, I don't even know what the refresh rate is on it, but barely supports 60 FPS, definitely doesn't support 4K. So to me, that doesn't really matter, the resolution or how great it looks. It's a matter of how long am I going to have to sit at this Red Dead 2 online loading screen because it's taking for freaking ever. I guess my point that I started with was that, yes, Xbox, the Series X is only two times more powerful than the One X, but I believe that's only in graphics power rather than, you know, like load time. And yeah, I don't know how much like better it is in that. Which I think stance. is where they're really... I, I hope they start to publicly, I guess, put that out there. Or publicly tell people like, hey, like it's a matter of load times. But I'm excited either way. I think it's going to be great. Hey guys, this is Cameron from Radical Culture here to real quickly tell you about my favorite podcast host, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me tell you why. First off, it's completely free. And I mean, that sells me right there. You know, I am incredibly cheap. There's also some awesome creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, places such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast, like me, right now, so all you awesome people can support your podcast host. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It's the one-man band, the radical podcast game changer. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I had something I was thinking about, but go ahead and say what you think. Um, Anything that you've heard about the Series X? Because I've been just I've heard that the, going off. Yeah, the Series X is like, Right now, like rumors wise, it's supposed to be like a little bit better than the PS5. But I mean, I think it's right. to the point where, like, even if there is a difference and stuff, it's not going to be that big. Yeah. Like, graphics are going to be around the same. Mm-hmm. Frame rate, I think, might be the biggest thing to worry about. And, like, loading times. But I mean, overall, it's basically the same. I mean, that's how it is with the PlayStation and that, or PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. 
It's yeah. it's really close, like really really close. It's a right now. It's a matter of internet, which I think is what yeah, it's going to be for thing. the the Series X and PS5 as well. Which I think was what I was going to say about cloud gaming. Pure cloud gaming is gaming without a console. Your console is stored elsewhere or it's on a server somewhere far, far away, such as the Google Stadia. It's on a, I guess Google Stadia is more like a PC elsewhere. Yeah, kind of. But like it's elsewhere and all you have to do is just stream your game. Um, Plus side of that, and I think it sounds great, is that you don't have to wait for a game to download. And you can get the highest resolution at the highest frame rates. And you can do it all at the comfort of your home. Just sit down. Don't have to worry about a console overheating. Nothing like that. And it's all handled elsewhere. Downside to that is that, like us, we don't have the internet that can stream 4K 60 FPS. Like, all the time. So... That's a big bummer. I think so I think I think that's like one of the biggest issues with PS Now, which is like the Game Pass for PlayStation. Right. Is it's all like cloud like streaming, so you could be playing like a story single player mm-hmm. game, and you could be like lagging if you have bad Wi Fi while you're playing it. Right. So we could definitely not support it here, and a lot of people couldn't support cloud gaming not in its current state. We just don't have the internet for it. I mean, a lot of people don't, and we don't even really live in that rural of an area yeah we're not in rural. like <laughs> a big like country area right keep hearing the word teraflop thrown around when it comes to processing power like i don't know what a teraflop is and storage uh it's gonna be in the terabytes probably yeah it's for unless sure, it's right. in the teraflops but maybe actually how uh, do you know how big that is teraflop i would think i i really don't i would think it's just what's past it might not even be the same measurement of data storage because, you know, we go we go kilobyte, megabyte, yeah. I think kilobyte, and then megabyte, and then gigabyte, gigabyte, then terabyte, terabyte, and then maybe it's a teraflop after that. Maybe that's a whole different thing. Like I said, I'm not, I don't build consoles, so I don't 100% know. Actually, you know what, why don't I just Google it right now? According to Britannica, the prefix after Terra should be 1,000 to the power of 5, or PETA. Therefore, after terabyte <laughs> comes petabyte. Petabyte. Exabyte, then zettabyte and yottabyte. Holy crap. Look up what a teraflop is. So a petabyte? A petabyte is what's... That's insane. That's like a 1,000 terabytes. Yeah, that's... I believe. I don't think you probably put that on a console. <laughs> no, no. Probably not yet, anyway. Um, a teraflop, a unit of computing speed equal to 1 million million floating point operations per second. So I think teraflop a million gigs maybe. I know I think teraflop is like RAM data. Oh okay. But at the same time, I guess that's measured. I don't know. We're not. We probably shouldn't uh, delve into it because we do not know <laughs> what we're talking about. Anyways, PS4 console, pretty much the same. <laughs> Nothing much has changed. That's not true. I mean, you have like we were saying, it's it's pretty much the same. Why are you laughing? <laughs> are you? <laughs> this sound made was like with Joe out the whole tray at the movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, we had a um, we had a friend Joe. We went to go see. This is the weirdest story. This doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't even go with the story. But he, um, we had a friend Joe. It was me, Ryan, Anthony, and Joe. And we were uh, seeing Jumanji, the yeah. next level, yeah. <laughs> and this really uh, small theater um, downtown. And uh, 
I, the, the movie theater was dumb for giving us full-size <laughs> trays to kids that were definitely not capable of holding I, it, it didn't even fit on my table yeah it like, was, I hit the it table like, was like small yeah <laughs> it was like these little like sidearm tables and they just gave us the whole serving tray that's supposed to fit like 10 trays in one and so <laughs> and so this is towards like <laughs> this is the actual like we were watching the movie I, I wasn't on that side when it happened but Joe like elbowed the tray and <laughs> did he shoot food everywhere <laughs> no I think he like knocked on the ground but I think he had like plates on it or something yeah it was the loudest thing I've ever heard and I was dying laughing but I was also so mad I was like why did you let him do that that was completely off topic but little little fun story I guess PS5, I guess the biggest thing we know about is like the software, the the tech, we don't, you know, the specs, we don't 100% know about. <laughs> You're still laughing about the tray. I'm trying to talk about the PS5. <laughs> the sound in me. I'm sorry, guys. We're so <laughs> off topic all the time, but thank you for listening. Thank you for getting this far. So biggest thing for me about PS5 is backwards compatible with every PlayStation game. That that's the biggest yeah. point for me. A lot of people don't have PS One games. A lot of people don't even have PS Two games. Yeah. And once the PS Five comes out, all those prices are going to be jacked up because everybody's going to want them. So uh, it's not all that easy, really, to find. And I, they don't make them anymore, do they? The PS Two. Uh, games, no, the PS One. I'm pretty sure they still. Yeah, they they so that's two generations that it's not going to be super easy to find games for, and at least the games, the popular ones, definitely not like GTA, San Andreas. Yeah, they're not going to have that. And all that. I mean, even King Kong, I think, was like twenty bucks, which is kind of yeah crazy amount for an outdated game. That that's a plus. That's a plus though for PS3 games, and it's a plus for PS4 games to be able to play your PS4. And everything. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say it's not a good thing. I mean, that's great. You can play everything on one console. But the biggest thing that I started to think about recently is: Can I play the PS5 games on PS4? Uh, I. They haven't said anything about that yet. Right. So I'm not sure. That's what I'm worried about. Cause, like I said, you know, with the titles of Xbox Series X and PS5. PS5 is more of a set title. So I can totally see games with PS5, like game boxes with, um, or cases with PS5 printed on them. And it's like only for PS5. I don't know about that. Like I said, they haven't really said anything. So (laughs) I can't stop (laughs) laughing about the thing. It's fine. It's fine. However, PS4 will have VR. So PS5, PS sorry, PS5 will have VR. PS4 oh, does have VR. Yeah, but is it gonna work the same? Like, can you use the PS4 VR on the PS5, or is it gonna be like a whole separate? <laughs> yeah, that that's a that's probably I'm I take that as a no because I mean they can make money off of they make a new one. Exactly, VR is very expensive right now, so I yeah. can understand why you would want to carry yours over, but I I don't see that working as seamlessly as like. Just the issue with playing PS5 games yeah. on PS4. Because we know for Xbox, you can play the Series X games on, on Xbox, Xbox One. Because they're the same thing. So, like, I have a good feeling that Xbox is just going to be Xbox now. Probably, it's just a matter yeah. of what console you have. VR, is, I mean, that's a whole that's a whole separate system that you're trying yeah, to basically. make compatible with another system. Which, I mean, honestly, 
probably shouldn't be that hard considering that you can plug in a PSVR to an Xbox and it still works. It's just that there's no VR oh, no. games. Oh, okay. So, well, it's like, it's like you're sitting in a movie theater and you can look around and like the screens in front of me, if I look to the left, it's away from me. Yeah. But everything's black except for the screen and there's no point unless you're just privately viewing for yourself or something like that. I think someone told me that they have the PSVR and they have no TV. They play everything <laughs> in their VR headset just because they, they just don't have any TVs. They just play. I mean, I guess you could do that if you want. I'm, yeah, I guess you could do that. That's But if you're going to drop $400 on a VR, why don't you just get a TV, a nice one? Yeah. I'd rather spend 400 bucks on like a really nice TV than he might have been PSVR. He might have just been capping like crazy. I mean, I, I have a good feeling Xbox is going to do something in VR, but no sign of it yet. Nothing. They haven't official. said anything about it yet. Yeah, PS4 definitely had a leg up on that competition. Because in my personal opinion, from and I haven't played the PSVR much, but the PS, from what I have played, the PSVR is actually nice. Yeah, probably. Some people don't like it. But those people that don't like it probably don't like VR. But yeah, I mean, it's probably not as good as, like, the Oculus, but for, like, a console... It's... Well, it depends on which Oculus, I guess. I mean, PC yeah. will always look better. I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's just how it is. You can't really beat how things look on the computer, at least not yet. Something about the PSVR, I, I really enjoyed it. Some people just don't like it. I don't know if it's strictly because of... It's just not a superior VR. It's just not as good looking. I thought it was great. I mean, for the first time, VR being on a console. Now, I guess that being said, when we were in New York, I tried the HTC. It's either Vibe or Hive. I don't know. I think it's Vive. The HT, and that's some serious business like VR stuff. By the way, that was in a Microsoft uh, shop, like a dedicated. Microsoft oh, shop. that was the that was when we went to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a serious that was serious. That I mean that is obviously better than the PSVR, but that's because they had it hooked up to like a Alienware desktop PC, and they had it strictly set up to run only the HTC Vive stuff. And I was just playing the demo, but that was that was wild. Yeah, I remember that experience. But if you want me to be completely honest with you they both kind of give the same experience. It's not like iPhone VR jumping to, you know, ultra 4K PC settings. It, it was pretty similar. And, you know, maybe it's just because I tried them out at two different times. Because I guess with that, you are also limited to only PS4 VR games, which are not great. <laughs> yeah, because there's not really, like, big games. There's no game. Beat Saber or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's nothing, like, popular. Half-Life right? Alex will probably never come to console, Definitely. which kind of sucks. That being said, though, Xbox is, like, Windows, so it's it's getting more and more every day, and I do love this about it, integrated with Windows, and it's already more dedicated with a PC than PlayStation Because it's Microsoft, is. yeah. Right, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe the Oculus or, like, the HTC or something is going to be come to compatible Xbox. with Xbox, which, if that happens, I mean, that's that's huge. That's some wild stuff. I heard this, like, yesterday. The SSD write speed is going to be, like, 100 times faster than, like, now. So load times are, I mean, it's kind of a big statement, but they're saying it's supposed to be something of the past. Like yeah. load times aren't even going to really 
be much of a thing anymore, which is crazy to think about. I know this probably sounds biased because we don't have a lot of information, but honestly, in general, there's not a lot of information on the PS5 as there is on the Xbox. Would you agree? Yeah, I haven't seen that nearly as much on the PS5. As I and I like PlayStation. I like the PlayStation 4. I really have no issues. I I mean, I'm probably do a bias, but I really don't have like any reason to hate the PlayStation or hate Sony or anything like that. I think it's a great console. I think that if you own either Xbox or PlayStation, you are in good shape. Let's go ahead and get into the controllers. But you were already saying about how you think that the PS4 controller is essentially it's pretty similar to the PS5. It's just PS5 like is a different color. You know, Dude, different. I did not rock with the PS5 controller at first. It does look a little weird, but I did not like it, man. I really did not like it um, at first. The more I heard about it, I was like, okay, I I kind of like the tech that's in it. I can respect it. The big feature I don't like, it's worrying me a little bit, is the there's supposed to be a built-in mic. Oh, I didn't Did you hear that. about that? No, I didn't hear so about that. So there's supposed to be like right in the middle, like a built-in mic button, and you just hit mute or unmute, and you just talk to the controller. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not it's probably going to sound horrible. Yeah, but with that being said, someone, the guy at Game Ranks, um, Jake Baldino, I think, was saying how so many dads are going to leave it on, their kids are going to be crying in the background, and I do not rock with that. However. Again, I don't know why this is. Microsoft is not doing a rechargeable controller. Yeah, they did talk about... I think I saw a video they are talking about it because they were like... It's like, cause with the batteries, it's like, it's like, they like, it's like, you don't have to worry about like a charger breaking or anything like that. And they said, yeah. if you do have a charger, you can just plug it up with batteries the same as like you do a PlayStation. Yeah. And I, I kind of get that. I'm not huge about the batteries being a thing, like whatever, you know, we can get battery packs pretty cheap now and you can get rechargeable batteries at a pretty fair price now. Um, but it's still like a matter of like, oh man, my controller is dying and I got to plug it. Well, I guess that's for PS4 too, but I don't know. I think, I know, I think it makes their controllers a little bit cheaper because if you see the price between an Xbox One controller, a wireless one, and a DualShock controller, I mean, DualShocks are like $65. I mean, Xbox controllers are That's probably like crazy. around the same Six, Well, Xbox controllers are 65 if you get like a nice-looking like color special one. If you get like the... Um, like the white fade or like the black fade. Yeah. I think it's like 65 or something. But the normal black and white, I think they retail for like either 50 or... 50 or 60, something like Yeah, that. something around that. And I, I don't even know if it's that much. Not to mention you can get wired controllers still for too. For like 25 bucks. Yeah. Which I... Good ones for 25 Right, bucks. good ones. I, I mean, Microsoft doesn't make any first-party wired ones, which I think kind of sucks because I would love to see a design lab. I, I bought a Kingdom Hearts PDP wire controller i love that thing and i i wish playstation had something like that i mean you can always plug in a dual shock and have it wired but what's the point of that you know i mean they do so like for ps4 they do so like like power a and stuff like that they do so like uh, like third party like wireless controls i think are like a little bit cheaper yeah i mean really obscure sites they do nothing we that i've seen like that they would carry in gamestop or that they carry in walmart so Kind of pros and cons on both sides. Xbox still got the batteries. PlayStation just... Why'd you have to put a mic 
on the controller. That's the only thing. Maybe Xbox will do it too. Maybe there's something about it, but I do not. I mean, there's so many already so many people in chat I've heard on PS4. Like the communities are completely different. Apparently, they just because I remember we were, I was playing 2K with a mod and. Uh, he we were in game chat he was like nobody's talking to us he's like when i play on ps4 and like everybody's talking everybody's trash talking in chat yeah but i mean i feel like the same thing with the xbox it depends on what server you're in i guess I maybe know. maybe so I, I think people aren't used to parties because you know ps3 yeah. didn't have the well, party I feel like system ps4 is like people like people that have ps4 take gaming like more seriously than xbox maybe like, so xbox is more laid true. back type thing yeah I remember when Xbox One came out, it was going to be like the family console, and yeah. they quickly were like, nah, we're not going to do that. Everybody was... Well, now that's like a Switch thing. They really turned around. Yeah, I mean, Switch is even part family, part pro. I mean, Switch is a whole other category that just is tackling everything head on and is doing great with it. That'll have to be another completely different episode, I think, yeah. talking about how switch has changed the culture anybody that's made it this far thank you we've been talking for a good while now kind of rambling i think i forgot to kind of mention the point of this podcast essentially we talk about things that are radical and that have changed our culture much like our beliefs i mean you're gonna find people that are like i don't care about the xbox series x and ps5 but people have heard about it i mean come on people are definitely that's a long debate and you know i love it because it's one of those debates you can have where everybody is satisfied everybody is okay in the end because you know what it doesn't matter which console you own because they essentially do the same thing and there is no right or wrong answer with whichever you choose you choose what you like do you think you choose i guess this is more of a question rather than a conversation topic but do you think you would will choose your PS5 or choose between the PS5, Xbox Series X, depending on your friends um, and if they Yeah, I it. think it, it a lot of it depends on what my friends are going to get. I think right now probably a Series X because most right. people I've talked to said they want to get a Series X. But I feel like crossplay is going to be like a lot bigger thing now on next generation. So I feel like oh, yeah. it mattered like even less than it did like Man. the one in the PS4. Yeah, we didn't even get it into crossplay. That's crazy. Yeah, crossplay is. I mean, that's huge. I didn't even think I'd honestly see that. I mean, and, some like, games already have crossplay now, soon. like Fortnite and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. And I, I totally respect that. Like, I think that's great. I still think, I'm not going to lie, I think PS4 is a little on the petty side with crossplay. They're, they're kind of, it's kind of weird because, like, I I play Call of Duty. I, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is another one of those crossplay games, and I've played it on PS4. And it's like, they'll show the PS4 symbol, but they won't show the Xbox symbol. And on Xbox, they'll show the Xbox symbol, but they won't show the PS4 symbol. So it's like, come on, guys. Like, I know what the sim- what the off-brand symbol is for PS4. So, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I guess it's... And I don't even think it's a legal thing. At this point, I feel like there's nothing that we can't really do. It's just a matter of making money. And I kind of respect Microsoft for being pretty transparent so far. As opposed to PS5. I think they've been transparent. They just haven't released They much. haven't talked about much, yeah. That being said, there's no price set yet. There is no uh, release date other than holiday 2020. So definitely later this year. Man, there's just honestly so much to talk about. I'm sorry, I keep saying that. But, I mean, we didn't even get to a price range about it. I mean, what do you think the price is going to be? I'll just well, ask when, you. When, like, the Xbox One and PS4 came out, it was, what, like, 500 
Yeah, it so, was like five hundred. I'd say probably. I mean, it's probably gonna be more than that. I mean, it's a lot like more software and stuff. So that's what I think. Some people are speculating. I was reading some articles. Five hundred dollars again. Mm, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I don't think it's. How much be does the Series X cost right now? Like I think five hundred. Well, when it came maybe. out, it was five hundred. Maybe it's like. Well, I think the S is like lower. I think that was three hundred when it came out, and now yeah. It's like- so I mean, I mean, you know, that's good. Prices always go down, and they'll drop when the new consoles come out. But I, I'm thinking like six hundred. I was thinking like six hundred, seven hundred. Yeah, six, seven hundred. It, it really depends. I mean, it's gonna be rough, definitely now with current event situations. It's definitely gonna be hard. I think for people to buy consoles and. Like I said, with all access, I hope PlayStation Sony does something similar because a month-by-month basis, that's going to be a lot easier to pay um, rather than all outright, you know? Yeah. I hope no matter what, gamers get to game, and that, that should be the overall message of it. That has essentially been our take on the Xbox Series X versus the PS5. Because we are gamers, and we think that gaming has shaped our culture. Even if you're not a gamer person, I hope you found it interesting to listen about our hot take on it. And I don't know, maybe when they definitely release it, when they have new stuff to talk about, we will do a part two. Or maybe even wait until we have access to one. I'm not sure. I definitely will be one of those people that will leech off of their friends having one and have to go to their house and try it out go ahead and make your choice what do you think as of right now completely unbiased you think you will go with for your next gen console and this is completely like nobody should be picking at this moment because there's not enough information there's not yet. enough info and we don't know the price point we don't even know the release date but you know just for fun go ahead and tell me um. oh Oh, your mic! Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I heard it crackle. Oh, my goodness. You stepped on the cord. Oh, goodness. All right. You stepped on the cord. I like sorry, technical too. difficulty. I swore I heard his his mic, like, <laughs> it slowly fell out. The cord did. The cord's, like, loose in the back. It slowly fell out, and I swore I heard it crackle so loud it came through some headphones of mine. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to listen to that in the playback. But anyways, go ahead and make your choice. Probably the the Series X, but I mean, just right now, there's not enough on the PS5 yet. Yeah, I think I agree. Anyways, if you guys think we missed something or think that there is more to the topic that you want to contribute or you want to tell us about it, send us a message. Ryan's laughing uncontrollably, so send us a message. We obviously don't have point-by-point list, and I hope you guys like that. If you guys prefer for us to have like point-by-point list then you can tell us, but I, I kind of don't mind that we're all over we're the place. We're just, like, random rambling, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it leads into different topics, so it's fine. Right, and I feel like this is the complete polar opposite of TikTok. Yeah. Our last episode, which if you haven't heard our last episode, definitely go go listen to it. It was a great take on how we felt about TikTok. Anyway, he's still laughing. He's distracting <laughs> me. Anyways, as always, this is both of your hosts, Cameron Taylor and Ryan Taylor. And we were hosting Radical Culture. 
if you guys want to know what we're all about, go listen to the first episode of our podcast, and that should give you a good definition of what we are all about, kind of explain us, break us down a little bit. But as always, feel free to support the podcast. If you guys got this far, we love you. We thank you so much, and we hope to do another podcast soon, and hopefully we won't take this long this time. But uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys. Why am I talking like that? I'm talking like it's a phone call. But you have anything you want to say, Ryan, before we go? Uh, no, just see you in the next podcast. Yep, see you in the next podcast, whatever that might be. Peace. Bye.